welcome to another episode of the King Pan Talks podcast. And on today's segment, me and two of my bros, Arikion EJ Johnson and Nathan Butler Jr., give our personal take on growing up without our dads and the dangers of households without a father figure. And this episode is titled Fatherless Homes. Hope everybody enjoy and I pray that everyone stay safe, stay loved, and stay positive. Thank you all. Dear God, thank you for this episode. And I hope this episode really touches the spirit of someone and can reach someone as we're teaching them and they're hearing about our testimony in the in how we grew up as black men without a father. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to record this episode and we want to make this, we want to begin something magical with this show. We want to get a chance to reach the lives and maybe change the lives of some people who could either be in the process of going through this storm or could be, could have overcome the storm and just need the guidance on how to be successful men or women after this episode. Follow the Lord, guys. We remove ourselves out of the way and allow you to lead us to be able to share our story of what, not only of what we went through, but how we overcame. Lord God, we ask that you get the glory out of our lives and the lives of the people who will be tuning in to this episode, Lord God, even the ones that choose is not to listen we ask that you touch their hearts anyhow, Lord God, because you get the glory at the end of the day. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dontario Moore, aka the King Pan, coming with uh, yet another episode. The one of many episodes in 2021. I am pleased to announce that I have two brothers with me who will be assisting me on this episode. They are my co-hosts. I'm glad, I'm very glad to say that they're not only my co-hosts, but they're my brothers, none other than Arikion Johnson, who I call EJ for short, and also Nate Butler Jr. I really don't have a nickname for him yet, but one will be to come. (laughs) One will be soon to come, real soon. Uh, So yeah, that's a bit news right there that I would not be alone on this journey. I'm so happy for these two brethren joining me um, as we continue to First of all, have God lead us into the Kingy Pen Talks podcast as a brand, um, but as a family as well. And we're so happy to come to you today with this um, very special episode entitled um, Fatherless Homes. And the reason why we uh, decide to uh, talk about this particular topic is because 
the beauty, the beautiful thing of it is all three of us have experienced um, an upbringing without our fathers either not being there most of the time or not at all. But yet we did not allow um, that fat or that upbringing to stop us from being um, not only successful family men, but men in general. And so I'm grateful that, you know, God kept his hands on us as we um, were able and still able to um, allow him to be our father, even though we didn't have um, dads consistently in our lives. So on today, we're gonna be sharing each of our testimonies of how you know our upbringing was without um, our dads consistently being there. And I, well, we pray that this episode will be a blessing to each and every one of you. Um, at this time, I'm gonna give EJ the floor to, you know, speak and, you know, tell a little bit about himself and, and things of that nature. And so um, I give the floor to him. Well, <clears throat> um, I didn't expect to go first. <laughs> okay, but I do appreciate the opportunity of being a co-host on the Kingpin Talk podcast with my brothers, Nate and Ontario. Um, hmm. This topic is endearing and very sensitive to us three. We have different ways and different upbringings, as my brother said, but Me personally, with me not growing up with my father, I had to figure out some things in life, you know, still figuring out things, you know. It don't just come to an end once you get to a certain age, you still have to figure out how to grow as a man. <clears throat> and then when you, you know, add on someone, a significant other in life, you, you know, have to fine-tuning yourself as a man and as a husband, but that's another role that you're playing. That's another role that you're taking on. And um, me growing up without my father, I can say right now, for a long time, I hated my father. I really did. It took me, it's still taking me time, but I can actually say now, if I was to see him or face him, it would be in anger because of the conversation we had. And I told him how I felt about, you know, just not being there, not showing up to teach me how to do things, you know, that your mom can't teach you. Just different things in different ways like that. <clears throat> I actually think God and my mom and for those who actually helped me become a successful husband, a successful man, 
than I am today. So. Growing up without a father, I so <clears throat> it's teaching me that the time comes when my children come that I will be the best father I could be. To teach them everything knowledgeable about the world, knowledgeable about especially, you know, just how to become a successful human being in this world. Because it's, it's different in being, you know, a black man in this world, because a black man in this world, <clears throat> we are already targets. We are already, you know, we're already the aggressor before we even get out the car. We don't even have to get out the car, but <clears throat> I do like to say, that growing up without my father definitely taught me different, how to move different. And it's just different attributes that you learn growing up. You somewhat learn how to dress, but if you got that strong woman behind you, they teach you different. They teach you, cause you know, we as men, most of us, our fathers were supposed to teach us how to dress, approach a woman, finances, and all of that. But I can say throughout the pain that I've endured and the pain that I've came through, I do thank God for getting me to this stage that I am. And for most people, you know, my testimony is more, I guess, uh, self-efficient because, you know, being on the spectrum, for those of you that don't know what that means, it's just being autistic for years. You know, even as being an adult, I really thought I was already off the spectrum. I was already off, I was a normal person. And then it came to me and hit me hard that you will never be on the spectrum. You just have to embrace it. I walk through it every day. It's kind of how I do with, you know, me not having my father. It's just embrace it and, you know, walk through it. So, I mean, that's pretty much the basis of my testimony and my story. For those of you that don't know me, um, as my brother said, I go by EJ. Um, I hope this podcast really just reaches your soul and just grabs and attaches itself to you. So this episode that we are given and our testimonies and our words and our prayers can really feed your soul. And so you can also see that, hey, three young brothers made it. Why can't I make it? So I'm gonna leave that right that question right there. Which y'all guys? Mm. All right. I guess I'll go next. Um as as my brother Ontario mentioned, I'm Nathan Butler Jr. You can just call me Nate. 
But um, just going on with the topic, this fatherless topic episode means a lot to me because as a young man, I grew up without my dad. Well, technically, my dad was considered as one of those statistic young men. He was also, he also grew up in a fatherless household. I actually met my grandfather twice in the years that he was alive while I was, in the years that he was alive while I was alive, I met him twice. But my dad was raised by my great grandmother on his side because his mom died at an early age. So he had a double in. So growing up, he, him and my mom, they had me, she was 20, he was 25. And, but at the time he did not really know how to be a, looking at as a 30 year old now, looking at it, he did not know how to be a father. And the things that we are gonna be talking about in this episode he was unfortunately not able to teach me the same thing because when I turned three years old, he went to jail for five years. So I did not physically remember meeting my dad until I was eight years old after a baseball playoff game. And growing up, we didn't have the best relationship because I was getting to know him, but also I wasn't really a big fan of the atmosphere that he was in, the young lady that he was dating at the time, she didn't really like me. So a lot of times where they didn't really care for me because of my mom, they would treat mistreat me. They would not treat my family. They wouldn't treat me right. They wouldn't treat my sisters that um, he had right as well. And it caused a rift in our relationship to the point where I used to cry day in and day out when I had to go see my dad. But I had to go see him every other weekend or just maybe twice a month. And that went on for about four years and then we stopped. And it took another strain into our relationship to the point where I had grown similar to what EJ mentioned to where I also had hate for my dad. And it took me going to church when I was 17 years old, right after my younger brother was born to finally come to terms with, I couldn't hate this man for the rest of my life, although it was hard not to because you see all the other young dudes growing up with two parents. You see all the other men growing up, getting the opportunities to have that experience with their dad, whether it's getting taught how to dress, whether it's going to play sports, whether it's just going on a dad and son trip. Those are a lot of the things that collectively we missed out on. And it took me getting in the spirit to finally come to the terms where I was able to forgive him for myself, not even so much for him. But these days, we have a much better relationship than we did when I was younger. I do feel that, you know, we've gotten, we, I don't want to say we're close, but I will say that we have a decent level of respect for each other at this stage of my life, but as EJ also mentioned, growing up in a fatherless household, there's a lot of things that we're taught that we have to learn manually. We have to learn those, the sets taught manually. We have to learn the way to manage your career, manage as a man manually. 
because some things work happen to take from what we see, whether it's a older relative, like an uncle or a grandparent that's teaching us something, or whether we see it from friends, you know, that may not be the best way to learn, but it gives you more of a harder task on your hands because you didn't get the full teaching that you're supposed to receive when you have two parents. But I do, but as mentioned earlier, I hope that what we get into in this episode really touches the lives of everyone. And I want to go further into this topic by turning it over to my brother, Dontario. Um, wow. Uh, thank you, EJ and Nate for those um, insights of what, you know, growing up without your dad being consistent in y'all lives was um for me um i didn't know who my dad was until i was 17. during my 17 years i was wondering you know who my dad was and you know even to the the men who my mom was married to i always asked them are you my daddy um, they would say, yeah, I'm your daddy, but something in me was like, no, like it's got to be more to the story. And as a, a person who grew up in church, um, mostly, you know, me and my mom, um, for the majority of my life, um, even before that, I spent the first few years with my grandmother. Um, she really took care of me. Um, besides that, it's been her and my mom. And um, I remember turning 17, I was, we had just moved to Georgia. And I can remember like it was yesterday, I was in the living room at my cousin's house. And my grandma was straightening up. And um, she told me to um, sit down for a second because it was something that she had to tell me. And what she said was, is that I, that she noticed that um, I've been asking for a long time, wondering who my dad was. And what she told me was, um, it was, uh, it was, it was hard to take. It was, it was really hard to take. And, um, and, uh, one thing about this podcast is that we don't, we try, well, not try, but we don't want to come scripted. Uh, we want to have an attitude of realness and authenticity because that is what the world is lacking in this day and age. Um, so just if I could be transparent, um, my grandma told me that her husband who, um, who passed away around 2008, um, he molested my mom. And that's how I was conceived. Um, it left a hole in my heart. I'm not even gonna lie. It, it turned me into a bad, uh, it, it, I went on a dark path in my life at 17 is and at 17 years old you don't want to be led down the wrong path i found myself mad at him 
mad at my mom and most importantly mad at God because not even mad but angry and like um EJ and Nate said that hate like it was just hate there I wanted to be by myself didn't want to be around a whole lot of people it was just me myself and I and uh walked around with that for about six seven years um and it's something that no matter what I tried to do to fill that void, I still left unfulfilled. Um, relationships couldn't do it. Video games couldn't do it. TV couldn't do it. Um, jobs couldn't do it. Nobody but God could fill that void. And when I was finally at the spiritual strength, the capacity to forgive my mom and him, you know, and God, that's when those holes begin to be filled. And I can truly say if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have made it out. You know, you hear about the stories of many men who didn't grow up with a dad, um, they, you know, they're either in jail or on the streets, um, dealing with uh, not having a dad, you know, finding different coping mechanisms to fill that void. And it usually don't work out, but I thank God that even though I didn't have a consistent father in my life, he was my father. He kept me on the straight and narrow. He kept me he kept my mind sane and my everyday mission is to be the best man that I can be because one thing about it, whether we realize it or not, someone is watching us. Someone is watching us. It could be your neighbor, it could be your coworker, it could be your spouse. And that's really the various things that I, lean on to in order to be a better person. And even my own wife has told me that one thing that she admires about me is the fact that I don't, I, I haven't allowed the fact that I grew up with a dad negatively affected, affect me. And like I said, you never know who may be watching. So just like all three of us made it out, we're successful. We're not lacking anything, you know, yes, we do go through things. We do have our own afflictions at times, but we don't allow those things to define who we are because at the end of the day, we know that as long as we be who we can be and as long as we allow God to lead us in every decision that we make, then nothing can stop us nothing will stop us and my only prayer is that you know for those who will tune in to this episode i hope that it touches i pray that it touches your heart to let you know that hey them three brothers made it out so can i let today be the day that you say you know what even though i went through this 
it ain't gonna stop me. It didn't kill me, I'm still here. Yes, I'm human, but I still made it. And I, when I even, when we was even going through this particular topic, you know, I, I already felt that it was gonna be groundbreaking because this is one of the things that need to be discussed. You know, we as black men already have a tough time expressing ourselves as it is. Some due to society, some due to the upbringing that, you know, we went through, but we just do more suppressing than expressing. And we're here to break that. Say it again. We're here to break that. Black men have a voice too. We go through things as well. We're not exempt from the struggle. We're not exempt. So to society that tells us that black men has to be strong 24 seven, nah, cause we go through things as well. We go through things as well. So um, at this time, just gonna open up the floor and uh, we just gonna dive in because you know, each one of us has something that can be, that can be attained, that's knowledgeable, that's full of wisdom. And um, each one of us can say something to the other one to encourage somebody else to, you know, make it out. And, um, and you know what? This don't have to just pertain to men as well, but it could pertain to women because we understand that there's some women out there that they didn't grow without a father. You know, they don't they don't know who their father is. And one thing about us, we tend to, you know, we want to be unbiased. Um, even though we're men, we know that there is some women out there that has been afflicted, that has been affected by not having a, a dad in their life. So um, the same encouragement goes to them as well. Continue to be in the, being the queens that you are. Continue to be in the, the powerful women that you are. Because at the end of the day, just as men be strong, women, you can be strong too. And don't let nothing affect you from being who you want to be in life. Um, so, uh, Nate, um, any, you know, if you have any encouragements, anything you want to say, you can say it at this time, um, you're just going to go around the table. All right. Just to add on to what you were saying, just the good thing that you, as you mentioned about us not being unbiased, because as we have been talking about us having to deal with fatherless homes one of the things that we know growing up that you hear a lot of is you hear the topic you hear the subject of either mama's boys or daddy's girls you see a lot of young girls that clean that are kind of they cling to their dad and not having that father figure even for a woman can be 
very detrimental for him because there are a lot of things that I know when the three of us become fathers, if we are the, have the pleasure of being fathers of a daughter, we wouldn't want them to be used by a man or taken advantage of by a man that doesn't have the right intentions for them. And that's something that a dad or a man or a male figure has the way of teaching a young lady because as I talked about in the beginning of our podcast, we have the, we miss out on that sex talk that we should get from both perspectives. Because as men, our dad's gonna be able to teach us how we should treat a woman, where a woman should, how, what the right ways of how to treat a woman and how you shouldn't treat a woman. But the girls miss out on that from a guy. And you need a man perspective on to know what's the right way for a guy to treat you. Because there are women that get in relationships with a guy that doesn't deserve them or a guy that doesn't even know how to value a woman. And if they know that their dad taught them well, then you can easily be able to say, I deserve better than this man. I deserve better than this relationship. I deserve better than the situation that I'm in. But a lot of times it's only can be taught to you if you receive that love and support from that man that you need, which is your father. And to all the women that has not had the pleasure of having both experiences, don't let that break you. Because at the end of the day, you are still valuable to this world. You are, you are more worthy than somebody is somebody's quote unquote one night of pleasure you're more valuable than someone's person they can hit on abuse or ruin their lives ruin their future and that's what we are coming here to tell women is that at the end of the day a man is supposed to be able to teach you how beautiful how beautiful you are your dad's supposed to give you that opportunity to learn that. And for the ones that didn't get that, don't let that break you. Don't let that phase you. Don't let that make you feel that you are any less worthy of a woman than you are because it's not the case. And for the young men out here, do not allow yourself to lose yourself because of what you didn't have. Because as we're talking about fatherless homes, the three of us have similar situations, but different situations. My brother Ontario spoke about discovering that it was someone that he really suspected to be his dad. Mine was in and out of my life. Enrique was in and out of his life. But there are many who lose their dad at a young age never get the chance to meet their dad, never get the chance to even see what the individual looked like. But don't let that be your reason why you don't make it in this world. Don't go out here and commit a crime and say, it's because our dad's not here. Because at the end of the day, you have an opportunity to still make an impact on this world. It's a blessing that we're three of us are able to come together and do this show. Because despite 
the things that we grew up in, despite the errors that could have took us away from here. We're all 30 or either getting on the verge of being a 30-year-old man and still learning, still have the opportunity to make an impact in this world because we didn't let our circumstances defeat us. And there are so many who do let their circumstances defeat them. And I encourage you, if you are in a position where your life has been altered because of that, don't let it break you because there are so many more amazing things for you to accomplish. Don't let the lack of something prevent you from reaching the goals in your life because you are a king or a queen and you have come too far to get to this road and mess up. Because the minute that you mess up will be the biggest regret that you ever had. And I'm going to leave that note and I'll let whichever brother wants to pick up on that note. And before he goes on, Nate, uh, you said some very powerful stuff right there that, you know, I have to emphasize on because you know, many, many of us get to a point to where we think that our life is old because of what happened in our past. Um, that's not true. God wakes us up every morning. And I know for me personally, every time I'm able to open my eyes up in the morning, I say, God, thank you. Because I know that somewhere in whatever house or state or city, country, it doesn't matter. Somebody's alarm clock is still going off, but they're still in bed. They wasn't able to get up. They wasn't able to write, to open their eyes that morning. But with that, every opportunity I get, every day I get, I think to myself, today is going to be a good day. Is it easy? No, it's not. And uh, let me be the first to tell you, it's not easy. It's not going to be easy. But it does take time. It takes consistency. And it's going to take patience to release that hurt of not having the dad. Because one thing about it, having the dad in the house, it brings structure. It brings stability it just brings a sense of security over the whole house and many times we see that when the fathers the dads are absent there's no structure there's no stability there's no cohesiveness because somewhere down the line the dad forgot who he was and we have to realize that men are still, dads are still needed in the world. They're still needed. I'm, I'm of the belief that dads are still important. They are. Because even though, yes, you know, I had my mom, yes, I had my grandma, there were some things that I need to hear from a man. There were some things that I just need to hear from my dad. And even though I didn't have that consistently growing up, 
thank God that he surrounded me with brothers near and far who I can go into and get fed and I can feed them at the same time. So as Nate said before, don't let the fact that you didn't have your dad stop you. Don't let that cause you to stop living today because any day that you choose to live your life, that you choose to say, hey, I didn't have this growing up, but I'm not gonna let that stop you. I'm not gonna let that stop me. That day could be the day. Today could be your day. And don't allow the enemy to cause you to think about what you did in your past or make you feel like you're not worthy of greater. You're not worthy of change. You're not worthy of the favor of God because you are. Don't you think that God knew that you was going to go through that before he created you? Yeah, he did. And so many people say all the time, oh, why did God allow this to happen to me? Why did he allow me to have a dad growing up? God said I had to use that for my glory. I had to use that for a testimony. I had to use that so that I could pour into you what you would need to not only survive, but to pour into my people. Because we're messengers. Whether you know it or not, we are truly messengers on the earth. And we're supposed to spread the good news. We're supposed to spread the good things that God has done for us. Every affliction don't have to be bad. Every affliction don't have to have a bad outcome. But it's up to you to turn that negative into a positive, to turn that no into a yes. So if you're one of the ones who grew up in a fatherless home and you're yet standing, then say thank you, Jesus, because you're still here. You still have purpose. You still have use. And that's basically what I wanted to add in there. Um, EJ, if you want to take it over from here. Um, I'm going to start with, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to start with, uh, Proverbs 27, 17. Within this scripture, it basically describes just the topic of iron sharpening iron. It basically means not just us three brothers that are on this podcast, somebody who's in Canada, somebody who's in Africa, somebody who's in Alaska. My brother, my brother, we have to continue to unite. We have to continue to build with one another and keep and upkeep each other. If you, sorry, um, just with what I've written, written I'm just going chop and screw it a little bit, but it's just, it just says, I promise not to judge my brother, but just simply be there for my brother, to simply listen, respond, 
and give advice because that's what we're supposed to do in life to your brother to your brother who just got a promotion on a job and you're mad because he got a promotion that you didn't your time is coming trust me and believe your time is coming you just have to continue to stay humble keep your head down thank god every morning you get up because he's letting you see another day he's letting you get another chance to make it right. So whatever you didn't make right yesterday, you can make right today. And just for any brother out there, if you agree to this oath, simply repeat this text. I promise to try my best into being my brother's keeper in every situation, in every circumstance. I promise not to judge my brother, but to just simply be there for my brother and listen and respond with the advice, true advice. Not none of that shady stuff. Keep it real with your brother. If your brother asks you a question about such and such, just keep it real with him. That's how you keep a long lasting relationship with your brothers. You keep it real. When you start envying and being that that pigeon as i call it because you're funding a football party or a sunday shindig or uh you're going out like you don't have to mooch off your brother brothers are supposed to help brothers honestly and proverbs 27 17 iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens the face, his neighbor is almost universal. Seeing as positive, some view this maximum as an example of tough love, others as a rewarding of a verse early in this passage. Faith, faithful are the wounds of a friend. So with that, I'm just gonna say, I kind of just gave you an oath as as brothers all over the nation, just to keep it real with each other. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I can put it. Keep it real. Respond. Get true advice. And tell your brother like it is from the get go. And I can guarantee you, I'm not a scientist or anything, but I can. I, I, I'm a believer of faith. And I walk in it. Some days I don't walk in it, but God covers me every day. I'm a believer in faith. If you be as honest as you possibly can to your brother, your brother should be as honest and possible as he can to you. So I hope on this episode that you guys just embraced what we said, took what we said, Hope you fed your soul. You got uh, three different testimonies of prayer, a little word here, uh, a little laughter. You know, we're not on this podcast. We're not always serious. It's not always about sports. It's morally about just worldly things that, you know, whatever it is in the world. So I'm going to leave my words of endearment and encouragement 
And I hope we reach you and we can give you the advice and the tools necessary to just be the successful man that we are today. So on behalf of the Kingpin, we appreciate you guys for just opening your ears and opening your hearts and spirits just to listen to us. And that's all I have. And to just piggyback off of that, um, we do not come, come to you in perfection or as if, you know, we have it all together because we don't, we don't have it all together. We're still learning just like everyone else is. We just as human as everyone else is. And just like everyone else is trying to better themselves, so are we. Um, we just want to be a blessing to our audience, both current audiences and potential future audiences and um, just know that we're up to some great things for this podcast. Um, and like EJ just mentioned, yes, you know, we like to have fun. Yes, we love sports. Yes, you know, we um, have a few laughers here and there, but we also want to tend to the heart of the people because at any given moment, God could give us a topic to speak on. And we as men of God, who I believe for us to be, we have to be obedient. And I feel like on this particular topic concerning fatherless homes, that he is pleased with this part. He is pleased with this episode because we're not here on our own power. We are here because of God and he deserves all the glory, all the honor, all the recognition. And I just desire for this podcast to be a representative of Christ. And um, I'm very glad of this episode. I'm very glad that we was able to touch someone on today because we know that um, someone needs to know that somebody cares. And we will be the first to tell you that we care. We love all people, no matter the race, gender, belief, doesn't matter. We all want to see everybody succeed and reach their fullest potential, just as everyone wants to see us reach our fullest potential and be great. So as we conclude, I just want to say that each and every one of you has a dream. Each and every one of you has a goal and a purpose and a calling on your life. And the only person that can stop you is you. So from the Kingpin, Nate Butler Jr., and Enrique Johnson, we say, go be great.